You're listening to the Set Life Podcast with Reed Petre. The only weekday show dedicated to news, tech, tips, and techniques on all things cinematography. Hello and welcome to the Set Life Podcast. I am Reed and we are going to be chatting about uh, on-camera monitors and what makes uh, what makes it great and what you should be looking for when selecting a on-camera monitor. So um, first of all, on-camera monitors are uh, very handy. Um, you know, they are much bigger than say an eyepiece or maybe, uh, an on-screen monitor that could be built into the camera. Uh, and it's also, also, uh, very helpful for an AC. If you have, uh, maybe a focus puller or you've got a director or producer who is looking at this on-camera monitor, uh, with you to evaluate shots and to, you know, uh, look over your shoulder and see what you're doing. So they are a vital part of uh, most productions. And uh, let's get right into it. So first thing I would say is weight. You know, if you're in a studio and you're on sticks, you're on a tripod and, you know, maybe weight's not a huge factor. Uh but if you're handheld, you're on a documentary and you're doing it, you know, you've got this camera on your shoulder for 10 hours, 11 hours, uh, weight can be a huge factor for uh, deciding what on-camera monitor you're going to choose. So, you know, just look at uh, look at that, you know, maybe add that to your comparisons and uh, what, you know, what it could, could mean. Uh, second thing is physical size. So, uh, most on-camera monitors come in two kinds of flavors, a uh, 5-inch and a 7-inch. Um, if you have, uh, if you're on sticks, you're in a studio, you know, going with that bigger monitor is going to give you more confidence. You're going to be able to see the details better. You're going to be able to uh, just have a nicer viewing experience uh, and be able to analyze it better, look at it better uh, than a five inch. But again, if you're in a documentary sense, maybe, and you've got the camera on your shoulder all day and you're doing handheld work, maybe a five inch makes more sense. Uh, Maybe a smaller, more slim profile is what you need as opposed to something bigger. Um, and uh, more bulky. The next thing is nits or the brightness of the monitor. So again, if you're in a studio system, a studio scenario, or indoors all day, then this doesn't necessarily have to be an issue. Um, but if you are outside all day and you're on a dock and you have to use this monitor um, in the sunlight, and it needs to be something that you can view in the sunlight um, because a lens hood can only do so much. Uh, nits are a big, big part of choosing a monitor. And so, you know, uh, the typical is a thousand nits or more is uh, considered daylight viewable. So something you can see in daylight. So that is a big factor. Maybe you're looking on Amazon for that cheap uh 
cheap monitor that's out there right but it but the maximum nits are only 300 well then that means that you will not be able to see that monitor in, in daylight it will be too dim and it you will have a tough time uh, with glare and that sort of stuff so nits uh, definitely something to look at uh, and then the next thing is color accuracy or the ability to col- uh, calibrate the monitor so whether or not you can calibrate it on your own or send it back to the manufacturer to have them calibrate it, that is a huge, uh, huge thing because you want that monitor to be accurate and you want to be confident that the, the image that's on the monitor and that's in your eyepiece and that's on the external uh, a client monitor they're all going to be consistent and they're all going to look good and your colors are going to be what they appear as so that is something that is it is a big thing big deal something you want to consider when you're looking at uh reviewing monitors and then lastly i would say uh, some monitors actually have a built-in recorder so that can be another uh, aspect to look at you know does it record uh the camera or does it record the feed that's coming out of the camera? Um, some benefits to that could be uh, as a backup to the in-camera capture. It could be a proxy. You know, you could create something, some kind of proxy system where the external recording is doing uh, degraded capture for edit. Uh, and then the other thing too could be just um, you want it for your own personal, you know, you're recording little snippets here and snippets there so that you can take that and color it or just have a copy of your own without having to grab the master footage off of whoever the DIT is. So all that being said, what are some monitors that are worth noting uh, as of January 2020? and recording this podcast. So I have a couple. Um, you've got three main companies who are doing uh, great on-camera. Uh, TV Logic, Atmos, um, Blackmagic, Small HD. Uh, those are kind of your top tier, uh, m- you know, monitors uh, that are professionally, that, that people trust. Um, so the Atmos is a uh, Shinobi uh, five inch, which is their cheapest kind of option, but it's a daylight viewable. It's a non recorder, uh, and there's an HDMI and an SDI available. You have the Ninja V, which is a five inch, and that is a recorder, but it's HDMI only. You've got the Atmos Shogun Inferno and the Shogun 7, uh, both seven inch, and they are both SDI recorders. So if you, you know, need that bigger monitor, and you need and you want the recorder this is a good that's a good uh, option there um, and then small HD creates a quite a few monitors um, but some of the some of the nice ones are the focus 5 series which are 5 inch they're only 800 nits but um, still able to view in in, in most daylight situations uh, that is the cheapest kind of uh, one that they've got it's a non-recorder uh, and then you've got your 502 bright which is a really popular five inch uh, bright a thousand nit monitor. You've got uh, the 702 bright and 702 touch, which are both seven inches. Uh, they're non recorders, they're SDI, but they're daylight 
Uh, one is a thousand. The bright is a thousand, and the touch is eighteen hundred nits. So plenty of brightness. Uh, and then the Black Magic has a video assist. Uh, you can get it in a five inch or a seven inch flavor. It's a recorder, and it's also twenty five hundred nits. So it's it's really bright, um, more than enough to view in daylight. Uh, and then TV Logic has some really really great monitors as well. Um, so that is that is it for this episode. Um, if you are looking for uh, great on-camera monitors, I would start with uh, Atmos, Small HD, TV Logic. Um, those are going to be really, really solid, uh, solid monitors. So that is it for today. Hope you enjoyed the episode, and I will talk to you in the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening. Have questions? Email the setlife podcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get this podcast.